0: This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica.
1: Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we are being joined by Stacy Kropinski of the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, formerly known as Children's Inn. We'll talk to Stacy about the new facility, the gift wrap booth and the toy drive happening from now through December 24th. That is Christmas Eve. Results, Town Square Media is proud once again to support the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. You can stop by the gift wrapping booth in the Empire Mall from now until December 24th and have your gifts wrapped by volunteers for a donation to the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. You can also drop off a gift for the toy drive and make a magical Christmas for families they serve. The Shelter for Family Safety provides a 24-hour emergency services for victims of domestic violence and child abuse and neglect. They also always welcome their doors to males who are suffering from domestic violence and other forms of abuse. The new location for the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety is located at 113 North St. Paul Avenue in Sioux Falls. Their phone number, it's still the same. You can always give them a call at 605-338-4880. If you want to know more about the services for the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, you can always visit chssd.org. And more information on the results. Town Square Media's toy drive and gift wrapping booth can be found on all the radio stations' websites. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus.
0: Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. To get your free inventor's information call 1-800-352-1609 that's 1-800-352-1609 again 1-800-352-1609
1: Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. There is a lot going on here in the Sioux Empire this holiday season, especially ways to give back. One way that you can give back is during the annual toy drive with the new Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, formerly known as Children's Inn. And joining us is Stacy Kropinski to tell us about the toy drive, the gift wrapping booth, and what's going on with the Children's Home Shelter. Hey, Stacy. good morning. Hi there. You know, that's a big name to say. Just so people can understand, Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. There's a whole lot to talk about with the toy drive, and let's just start off with the Children's Home Shelter for one, the new name. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, you know, with our with our big move this year, we kind of thought that it was maybe the time to look at our name because historically, since since Children's Inn began, um, there's been some issues with the name as far as individuals not thinking they could come to us for services mm-hmm. because they thought we only served kids. Um, our name just didn't really say what we did and so after a lot of thought and a lot of conversation um, we decided it was time to change the name with the move um, and we really wanted to pick a name that said what we did. So Shelter for Family Safety it, it's a positive outcome and mm-hmm. it says what we do. Um, so that was a really good one to go with. And Children's Home, we are affiliated with Children's Home Society. So the This was a great way to kind of help with that branding so everybody understands that we're part of the children's home family. Absolutely. And even though there is a
1: new name change, the mission is still the same. So why don't you talk to us about the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety?
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, our mission has not changed Mm -hmm. one bit. Um, We have been committed since Children's Inn began. And now that we're Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, we are committed to seeing that mission through where we're providing love, hope and safety. We're providing um, safety from situations of domestic violence um, and just trying to do that in a really respectful kind of way for those that we're serving Um, and it's really important to us that that mission be maintained so that's not changing our staff is not changing Um, in fact we've had to bump it up a little bit with our larger facility Um, so we have a new address and a new name Um, same home same heart absolutely now the numbers the last couple of years
1: for people that you serve throughout Sioux Falls and the Sioux Empire They've kind of been all over the board just because COVID was into play and not many people were aware that they could still come to you guys during the pandemic. So comparing now the 2021 numbers to 2022, what are some things that surprised you and what are those numbers if you can get those to us?
0: Yeah, you know, it's been an interesting year. We've we've known for several years that our numbers have been inching up and maybe not even so much inching, but climbing, Mm -hmm. um, but that those numbers continue to increase as the city of Sioux Falls has grown. So last year, we had a little over a 1,000 individuals um, seek safe shelter in our facility. That's the number of intakes that we had. Our numbers so far this year, um, compared to last year, are up up by 8%, our shelter numbers. Um, So we're definitely seeing an increase. Um, The last several months, actually the better part of this year, Um, we just were maximizing all of the space in the old facility. Mm -hmm. Um, That facility was designed for about 40 individuals. And we were seeing an average of um, 60 people per day. Wow. Like through the month of October. And really for most of the summer, it just kept climbing, you know, 50 to 60. Um, So we've had some really, really busy months In the new facility, we have more space for those individuals. So we're kind of seeing the same numbers, but people have space. They have a bedroom. They've got some common space in a family room or a dining room um, where they can just kind of spread out. So that number just feels a little more manageable Mm -hmm. at this point in that facility. Um, So it's it's shaking out to be a pretty busy year. We are going to see an increase in numbers. Um, But again, we're prepared to do that now with this new facility. Now, the new facility is officially open now, correct? It is. We moved in uh, a little over two weeks ago. Um, We're all settled in. We are serving individuals at that new facility. Um, The address is 113 North St. Paul. Um, Individuals needing assistance are sure welcome to show up. They can call whatever it is they need to get in touch with us. We are there to answer the call in that new facility.
1: It's kind of bittersweet, wouldn't you say, that it shows the community needs the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety now more than ever. But it's also exciting to have this new facility and to have this new space. So it started off as a dream.
0: Now it's a reality. What else would you like to share with us about this new location? You know, it's a beautiful facility. We just feel so incredibly blessed that not only the city of Sioux Falls, but the Minnehaha County, Lincoln Turner, Union and McCook, all of our friends and donors and supporters from those communities really have come alongside us in this project to make it happen we couldn't have done it without them without Mm -hmm. the community support um so that that is the reality for us but our work isn't done yet either we are in that new facility but we are still working to meet our campaign goal um i believe we're kind of sneaking up on nine million of the 12 million Mm -hmm. raised so we still definitely have some work to do um to to help pay for not only that facility but to help sustain us in that facility. With this move, we were anticipating our annual operating expenses to increase by roughly a million dollars annually. So we didn't want to go into it blindly. Um, so we're working to build our endowment to help support that future growth um, And knowing we'd have to add on additional staff, but also pay for the facility. So we're still working to do that. We're still looking for individuals who are willing to help with that. um, In addition to all the holiday activities and kind of our everyday needs.
1: Yeah. Now, besides the more bedrooms, more
0: space, anything else that's new about this facility? Yeah. You know, we've really um, we learned things from our old facility and, and what would work in this facility. So we're really excited As to the setup in this building, um, we've created the Hope Center. It's kind of our crisis center. So someone seeking services when they come to our facility, that's going to kind of be the first place they're ushered to. They're going to be greeted by a crisis advocate who's um, prepared to meet their needs in that situation and to work with them and, and to see how it is that we can best help. Um, also in this facility, we are prepared to house men in that facility who are needing safe shelter. Um, we weren't able to do that in our previous facility. We could ho- or we could, sorry, we could assist men in situations of domestic violence. We just couldn't house them in that building. So now we have that capability. Um, and in the just over two weeks that we've been there, I know we've already uh, put that into into play um, where we've had to offer or needed to offer safe shelter to a man who is in a situation of domestic violence. So what we know about domestic violence is that it can impact anyone. And so we are really working to um, ensure that we can offer that to everyone. So that was a way we could do that as well. So we've also got increased security in that building with our security cameras and and just a better setup to be able to manage kind of the coming and going of people as far as opening the doors Mm -hmm. that creates a vulnerability for us. Um, And so just some, some stepped up ways to be able to do that. I think it's good that you pointed out that men are also
1: affected by domestic violence. And sometimes in those situations, they don't necessarily think that they can go seek out for help, like at the children's home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We,
0: you know, like I said, we, we know anyone can be a victim of domestic violence, but we're really trying to work to educate people to understand that too. When Children's Inn started back in 1977, we started as a crisis nursery or a place for kids to be able to go in emergency situations. Um, it wasn't until we had someone knocking at our door and it was an adult saying they needed somewhere safe to go because of domestic violence that we went oh like there's another need here we need to look at and so we quickly became one of the first 10 domestic violence shelters in the nation Mm. once we kind of understood that and so i think we were pretty insightful and forward thinking that way and that we're continuing to try to do that um, in knowing that men are also impacted by domestic violence so um, we see not only women children and men we see um you know, children of all ages, adults of all ages. We see different education levels for the, for the clients that we're serving, different socioeconomic statuses, different religion. I mean, you name it, anyone can be impacted by domestic violence. If you are just listening, Stacey
1: Kropinski is joining us in the studio right now from the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, formerly known as Children's Inn, talking about their annual toy drive gift wrapping booth and anything else going on with the organization. Now, one more thing about the new facility, that's Stonewall. How did that turn out? And for anyone that isn't familiar with it,
0: what's it all about? Yeah, so we had an event last year called Rock the Inn, um, and we were looking for Fieldstone Rock to be able to create a rock wall. So as a um, a campus of Children's Home Society, one of the things that we're trying to do is become a more trauma-informed agency. Um, One of the things that we have learned is really bringing in a lot of those outside elements has a lot of healing quality. So in our new facility, there's a lot of windows There's, um, you know, the big skylights Mm -hmm. at the top, just different ways that we tried to bring in that outside lighting, which has a lot of healing qualities, but also outside elements. So a lot of the artwork is um, oriented in the outdoors and really bringing that element in. So the rock wall was another way that we did that. So we sourced a lot of that field stone and we created a um, at the front of our facility, a big rock wall that kind of brings people into the building. Um, And that was, like I said, locally sourced out of a lot of it came from Turner County. Um, But we also have within that rock wall, um, kind of a river of quartz rock that came Mm. from the Black Hills. And so that river kind of flows into the building with white quartzite rock um, and kind of brings people into the building. So it's a really cool feature. um, And it's just beautiful. If you get the chance to drive by and look at it, you can see it from um, St. Paul Avenue. It's the little details that make a difference in a big project like this. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, one of your biggest
1: events that you have going on right now, it's the annual Toy Drive and Gift Wrapping booth. Now, here are results, Town Square Media. Once again, proud to partner with you guys and this event. Now,
0: why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because it is a season of giving after all. Yeah, we are kicking off. We did kick off our gift wrap booth. Um, So it's open now through Christmas Eve. Um, We are there to help all the customers that are coming by with their holiday shopping. We will wrap things up for a donation to our program, um, Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. Um, It goes back to support the programs and services there. And then you get to take your gifts home and put them right under the tree. You're all set to go. But you can also drop off a toy or a donated item that we are in need of for the Results Town Square Toy Drive. We're trying to fill that sleigh. All of those items go back to the shelter, and they are given to our clients either for Christmas or if we don't use them for the holidays, we'll use them for birthdays throughout the year. Or each time a child leaves our facility, we try to give them some new things to take with them. So a lot of them are used for that purpose, too. So this is really a big time for us to kind of stock up on those items, but then be able to share them year-round with the kids that we're serving. And this is back at the Empire Mall, correct? Correct. So drop it off at the Empire Mall um, in the Macy's Court. That's where the gift wrap booth is, and that's where our sleigh is for the toy drive. We are open all of the mall hours, like I said, between now and Christmas Eve. Um, And we've got volunteers at the ready to um, take care of your Christmas presents for you. You know, it takes about 500 volunteers Mm -hmm. to pull this event off. So it's a really big manpower event, but it's a really fun one. People really enjoy getting to interact with the public and wrap gifts and accept the donated items to go in the sleigh. It's really fun to see that sleigh fill up. Can you kind of tell the people out of the 500
1: volunteers that are the wrappers and just someone that wants to put the bow on top? Because I'd be (laughs) that
0: person in all honesty. It, It takes all of them. You know, we've got people who are really good at finding just the right box to put those things in so it's a nice square box to wrap and then um of course putting the bows on top we need Mm -hmm. somebody to do that honestly i can't find the backing on those
1: (laughs) i don't like doing
0: those anymore
1: (laughs) so if you and i were a team you can wrap and i can put the bow on there you go we'd be all set (laughs) we'd be all set now this is kind of a broad question but if you can try to think of a number can you recall
0: exactly how many donations you've received since this whole event started oh goodness you know we've been doing this with you guys for a lot of years um i would say we probably have about four to five hundred items donated annually which is a really big number Mm -hmm. um and it ends up being a lot of items that we can take back to the families that we are serving um and provide to them for the holidays and year-round now, we already talked about how the toys are
1: used not just for the Christmas season so kids can have something underneath the tree, but also for something to for them to take home once they leave the shelter. So what kind of gifts
0: are you looking for? Are we talk about kids, teenagers, young adults, anything like that. Yeah, like I said, we, we serve everybody, essentially. So when it comes to kids' items, you know, we need things for kids ages 0 to 17. I would say our biggest needs are usually for infants and teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, toys um, uh, for infants, sleepers, the swaddler blankets, yeah, um, bottles, sippy cups, those kind of things are great. And then for teenagers, it's really good to get the sports equipment, board games, purses and wallets. Um, you know, a lot of times I say if there's something that your teen or um, teenage son or daughter or friend, you name it, um, would enjoy. We will have a child in our care at some time that would also enjoy getting those items. So the only thing we don't really have a use for is toys that might have a weapon in them. Um, those, obviously, we try to avoid because of the nature of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for adults, we also have some needs for adults. Actually, we we have a pretty big need right now for yeah. clothing. Um, this is for women. Um, clothing, winter coats, hats, mittens, boots, Um, And also pajamas, underwear, sports bras, just really the basic necessities for adults. But the other thing we try to do for the holiday season for our adult clients um, for Christmas, they get a laundry basket that has different items in it. Um, So getting some of those items would be really helpful. And those will include things like planners, insulated coffee mugs, um, hairbrush sets, Uh, makeup kits, the bath and body sets are really good as well. Um, Those would be some really good things to be able to get um, also for our adult clients.
1: I believe you also said not too long ago, like
0: the sweatshirts, sweatpants, stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of forgot that one. Sweatshirts, sweatpants, um, and T-shirts for adults as well. Those are a pretty big need for us right now. Um, And then with the new facility, we also have a pretty big need for um, towel sets, and twin size sheet sets we're going through a lot of those you know we increased our capacity from 40 to 96 Mm -hmm. with the move to this new facility so um that need is going to go up pretty um pretty significantly to kind of keep on top of that now obviously too if you aren't really sure what to get for a teenager a kid or even
1: an adult you can also send a gift monetarily, correct?
0: Absolutely. That always fits. Um, <laughs> you know, you can you can tell us that's what you want your gift used for is kind of some of those items that we have a need for. Um, or, uh, like I said, otherwise, gifts helping our program and services are extremely helpful as well. Um, the funding from the gift wrap booth does go back to support the programs and services that we're offering. Um, we are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. We have a crisis hotline. We have a lot of other services that we offer, um, and it's at no cost to those individuals who need the services. We don't want them to have to pay, but that funding has to come from somewhere, and so this event helps us come up with those funds to do that. Now, the Toy Drive and gift wrapping booth always located
1: in the Empire Mall, like we said, and now, Stacey, I think I can finally say, without getting angry phone calls, that COVID looks like it's in our rearview mirror, (laughs) and since the pandemic is slowing down, are there still restrictions in place for the Torrey Drive and gift wrapping booth?
0: Yeah, you know, we've got a couple things in place. Obviously, we want everybody to be safe. And so we want that for our volunteers and customers, too. Um, We do have designated drop off and pick up points at the booth and so just look for those signs we're mm-hmm. just trying to manage traffic a little bit um, you know we've got all the the cleaning that's going on and available to anyone hand sanitizer and obviously we ask if anyone's not feeling well not to come mm-hmm. um, it is volunteer driven and we really rely on those customers but we also again want everybody to be safe so if somebody's not feeling well um, we don't want them to come out and volunteer um, so just like the rest of the world we're just really trying to be smart about things now and, and finding those ways to move forward with, mm-hmm. um, with COVID in the back mirror.
1: Now, with the volunteers, we're talking businesses, organizations, and even ind- individuals can go out to the mall to volunteer for this event. Now,
0: how are the volunteer numbers doing this year? So we're sitting really well right now. We do yay. have some shifts. Yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, we do have some shifts available yet on Christmas Eve, which I know is a tough day for people to to make the time for. But if you are able to or willing, we could sure use you. And it's really a lot of fun that day. Um, Um, But we also have shifts that open up. We had one open up for um, for later on in the week. So people can sure reach out to us and inquire and we can put them on that list to reach out to them when those openings pop up. All right, once again, it's Stacy
1: Kropinski with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. I had to, I almost said it for a second, <laughs> formerly known as Children's. In. now, Stacey, to give anyone a perspective, someone that's listening right now thinking, gosh, what can I give or what does my impact do for the tr- Children's Home Shelter? Give someone an
0: idea about how many families would
1: you say benefit from this toy drive alone?
0: Well, like I said, when we have, you know, four to five hundred toys or gifts coming in annually, I mean, that impacts a lot of people. Um, Previous to our move, we were serving about 600 kids annually. Um, In addition to that, then the adults that we were serving. So like I said, it was over a thousand individuals just in safe shelter last year. That doesn't count our other services like um, our counseling and support groups or our dropping crisis intervention services. Um, So we have a lot of people that cross the threshold of our door for assistance. And so we want to make sure people are taken care of at Christmas time, or like I said, year-round for birthdays or those different opportunities that we can take We have a lot of families that come to us with very little of their belongings. Sometimes they had to leave everything behind. And so to be able to help them out with some of those things, if they're moving into a new home, we can send some toys and gifts and things with those kids or whoever it may be. So they have some things for their new home to start over. Um, So it may seem like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm just donating a few toys or I'm just donating a set of sheets. Let me tell you, that's significant. Yeah, You know, you're providing a a bed for someone who needs that safety, or you're providing toys for that child that had to leave everything else behind. Um, So those items are really significant. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Now, I always like to ask this question. Any stories about reactions that kiddos get or their parents get when they do receive these gifts?
0: Yeah, you know, we have a lot of people who reach out to us um, sometime after they've maybe stayed with us or, or been provided services from us and, and we maybe gave them some of those items. We have a lot of people who share how impactful that was to them. Um, you know, for some kids that we serve that return to us as adults just to reach out to say, hey, you guys helped my family. I am amazed how many of them say, I still have that blanket, or I still have that backpack, or that stuffed animal. Um, I remember, this has maybe been about two years ago, I crossed paths with a woman who said, you guys gave me a stuffed animal. And she's like, I still have that on my shelf. Because it just was so significant to me. And she said, every time I look at it, it reminds me of at the time Children's Inn. And how I felt there and I just felt so safe. So it's not just stuff. It's, it's something that carries a very different meaning for people because mm-hmm. it really brings them back to a certain point in their life when they felt safe. Um, and so that is huge. So like I said, it's not just stuff. It's, it's really a memory of a, an important time in their life. How do the clients like the new facility? I should have asked that at the beginning, but how do they like it? Uh, they're loving it. Um, like I said, it's just, it's a beautiful facility. It's its not extravagant in any way. It's very purposeful. It's very functional, but it's so well thought out and just peaceful. Like it just feels peaceful. And that's what we want to provide to the families that we're serving who are, Coming out of trauma and chaos, um, when they come to us for assistance and we can offer that peaceful environment for them to process their situations, that's huge. Absolutely, very important indeed. Once again, it's Stacy Kropinski
1: with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety, formerly known as Children's Inn. Now, where can people find out more information about the toy drive or the new facility in
0: general? So, of course, they can go to your website. Mm-hmm. Um, or the radio station apps I know are, are carrying that story. You know, it's you guys have been such a great partner over oh. the years, and we're incredibly grateful that not only are you helping with the toy, toy drive, but you're helping to get the word out there. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are so committed to helping make sure people know where to turn to when they need safety. Um, and again, we could not do that alone either. Um, so obviously to, to your radio station websites, um, but they can also go to our website at chssd.org slash shelter. We've got wish lists there. We've got information on how you can seek services. We've got all of our contact information. Um, and if there's any way you want to help, just reach out to us and we will, we will definitely talk you through those things situations.
1: Yeah, and let's remind people too, your doors are always open, always welcoming people even during the pandemic. You kept your doors open because you saw the need and that need continues to grow to this day and thanks to the new facility, the toy drive, and other donations, you are helping keeping this organization going throughout the Sioux Falls area and the Sioux Empire. Once again, Stacy Kropinski with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Alright, we'll be back with more Sunday Focus.
0: If you're driving on the interstate, a state highway, a county highway, through town, or on a gravel road, this message is for you. Buckle up. Don't skip the click. Crashes don't discriminate. They happen everywhere. Hi, I'm Trooper Peterson with the South Dakota Highway Patrol, reminding you that wearing your seatbelt is one of the best ways to protect yourself while driving. Buckle up. Don't skip the click. This message brought to you by the South Dakota Highway Patrol and Results Town Square Media. Reclusive, angry, verbally or physically abusive, or disruptive. Life can be hard for teens today with social media, bullying, and peer pressure. If you've tried counseling and you start thinking there's nothing more you can do, call Hope Harbor or go to hopeharbormn.org. Boys and girls 12 to 17 have come to Hope Harbor from Sioux Falls to Fergus Falls, from Beersford to Baltic. When you think there's nothing more you can do, there is hope. Hope Harbor.
1: I'm Christine Manica and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank Stacey Kropinski with the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety formerly known as Children's Inn for joining us today to talk about the annual toy drive and the gift wrapping booth along with any updates about the new facility. Once again, results, Town Square Media is proud to support the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. You can stop by the gift wrap booth in the Empire Mall from now until December 24th. That's Christmas Eve. You can have your gift wrapped by the volunteers for a donation to the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety. You can even drop off a gift for the toy drive and make a magical Christmas for families that they serve. The Shelter for Family Safety provides a 24-hour emergency service for victims of domestic violence and child abuse and neglect. You can find out more information about the Children's Home Shelter for Family Safety by visiting chssd.org. Their phone number, you can always call them at 605-338-4880. The new address for the Children's Home Shelter is 113 North St. Paul Avenue in Sioux Falls. The gift wrapping booth and the toy drive information can be found on all the results Townsquare Town Square Media's website. Join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus.
0: Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.